Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. All right, good morning. Uh, once again, you are treated with all four pastors in the room today. What a, You guys are so blessed to be listening to the radio station right now. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we are talking about uh, critical theory the last few days. we got to have some humor in the show. I mean, if we don't yeah, start, yes, I mean, it's do. just pretty much depressing after this, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, you got to slog through all of this stuff with us, and so we at least got to open up with a little bit of a laugh. We've been talking about critical theory these last few days. and um, Can I jump in with a recommendation that I think is an yes, entry-level book that I think would be beneficial for people to begin with? If you haven't really encountered this, haven't really read much on it, um, I think Thaddeus Williams' book, Confronting Injustice Without Compromising Truth, in my humble opinion, is an incredible starting point um, because he, he lays the, the foundation on all of just across the board on social justice and terminology and then from there there are so many other wonderful books that i think then you can to move up to if you want to say it that way but i think this is an incredible introductory book on the issue would you would you say that title again one more time and the author thaddeus williams and it's confronting injustice without compromising truth I have read this, I'm reading it as part of a, a men's group, and it has been um, very, very warmly received by that group. I was just with my brother-in-law last week. They're reading it as elders in their church, and it comes with their strong, his strong recommendation as well as a great mm-hmm. inter, entry-level book. Yeah. Maybe one more suggestion, um, not directly tied to critical theory, but on, on the level Christian of worldviews. World yeah. A book by Nancy Piercy called Total Truth. It's a pretty thick book, but if you read chapter four called Surviving the Spiritual Wasteland, you'll immediately understand how to analyze any any worldview at all because every worldview has four essential components. Creation, fall, redemption, glory. Creation, how did we get here? What's the purpose of my life? Fall, what's gone wrong with the world? What's gone wrong with me? Redemption, how is the world? How am I made right? And then glory, where is all this going? Every worldview, including critical theory, answers those questions. Yes. And if you can see that, then you can immediately see how critical theory contradicts the scripture. Mm-hmm. There's a, you know, there's another resource of, and you might not even have to buy a book. And if you were to, there's a uh, website, uh, the Aquila, Aquila Report. And Aquila is spelled A-Q-U-I-L-A, theaquilareport.com. And all you have to do is in their search engine put uh, you know critical race theory or something, and you'll have a number of uh, people opining on the subject. It's a kind of an up to date um, you know what this is what hap- is happening in our society and some editorial comment on those things. And it, it's a it's a good way to stay up to date on some of this stuff. I was going to say it's just interesting. I think that Nancy Piercy, if my memory serves me correct, is over twenty years old. The book. 
which just reminds us of the truth of Scripture, that there's really nothing new under the sun, mm-hmm. that there are general principles that are going to hold true, that if you learn these general principles and framing or frameworks, that you can then analyze different um, worldviews that come along. The worldviews are going to have different names and different structuring, but they're going to all have some similar cores and tenets. Mm-hmm. And Nancy Piercy is helpful in that um, analysis of worldviews, providing structures to help you analyze. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we all need handles. Yep. Like, how do you start with CT, critical theory? You grab those handles. Okay, how, how does CT frame the creation of the world? Well, it's Essentially, there is no God, and which, which sadly means mm-hmm. that I have no transcendent meaning in my life. How does CT frame the fall? What's wrong with the world? Well, as you've gone over the last couple of days, Phil, um, it's essentially Marxist. It's the reason why there's, there's uh, sin and suffering in the world is because there's a okay. struggle for power. There are a group of the op- mm-hmm. oppressors and the oppressed, right? Mm-hmm. So we've gone over that the last couple of days. So then what is redemption? How does critical theory propose that the world is made right? I mean, critical theory is not just complaining about the world. They actually have a solution, right, to to make the world right. What is that solution? Well, I would say that that the end, the the long term, is to implode the whole system. Right. Because the system itself is the problem. We have a system that perpetuates – racism and sexism and um and so you have to dismantle the system Mm -hmm. yeah um and and this is what's so interesting which is basically what communism was saying different they were taking on capitalism um they thought it was an economic issue but that was what george orwell was confronting what phil was talking about an animal farm that they they said they wanted to just dismantle the system. But then what happens is they became the system, but they just changed some of the, the tenets mm-hmm. of the system that they were opposed to. And I don't think it's it's being too strong to say that that's eventually what would happen if we continue as a, as a country down this stream of, of critical theory, whether it's race or gender or whatever, you're just well, going to change who's the oppressor and who's the oppressed. Well, the revolution well, is happening, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. I mean, the, I might everybody not, might not agree with this, but I this is my strong opinion. The revolution's happening right now. The reason why statutes are getting ta- toppled in other cities, um, maybe not Boise yet, is because they're viewing history through critical theory, mm-hmm. and so this is the overthrowing of the oppressor class. I mean, that, right. that's essentially what's happening. That's and ultimately, cities uh, are getting burned down. these things don't offer salvation. None of them offer salvation. There's no final covering for sin. You know, there's nothing that gets completed. For instance, when we're talking about race, they're only offering some sort of perpetual penance in an effort to battle this incurable racism, this systemic racism. Mm-hmm. You just keep it's perpetual penance. Mm-hmm. You know, you can never you can never know that your sin was forgiven in if if you're you happen to be white. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So the 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 way that critical theory proposes to fix the world is through what's called social justice. And here's goes back to a couple of days ago when we were talking about the problem with with critical theory is that it's going to use a lot of the same terms that we would consider great terms. I mean, God calls us to be just as Christians. God is a God of justice. If we are not just, we are sinning. 
Well, and the pro- the prophets of the Old Testament called over and over again for justice for the poor. And the prophets exposed the oppression of the poor by the rich mm-hmm. over and over and over again. I, I want to get back to something that Russ said a, a little bit ago, that the, the goal of Marxism, the goal of, of critical theory, is to completely tear down the existing system of society, completely tear it down to the ground so that something perfect can be built up in its place. And what they don't see is that it's just going to be sinful human beings doing the rebuilding because uh, it's not a biblical worldview. They, they, they think that the world can be remade. We can remake it perfectly from the ground up. And I think the Bible speaks to this early on. Uh, the story of the Tower of Babel in uh, Genesis chapter 11, where we're going to, the people of Babel said, we're going to build this great city, and we're going to build a tower with its top in the heavens. In, in other words, we're going to build something, and, and, and it was very intentionally, very overtly, without God. Without God being involved in any way, we are going to build a monument to ourselves. We are going to build the perfect society. And God's judgment came on that. Mm-hmm. And what the story of the Tower of Babel is about is that God's judgment will come on any human effort to build the perfect society apart from him. Amen. That God will not allow us to, God in his mercy will not allow us to do that mm-hmm. because we need him. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got a lot more to say about uh, what, the, what the Bible says about critical theory, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off because I think we're running out of time. We, one, well, maybe one thing real quick. Um, inherent in the revolution, the tearing down, the rebuilding, it's not as if the idea of God ha- has ever erased in, in critical theory. It's, it's not a matter of, of uh, whether you worship a God or not. The question is, is which God you worship? Yes. In, in critical theory, in Marxism, the God is the state. It is the all-powerful, yes. all-benevolent, mm-hmm. all, you know, redistributing God. That, that's, there, there's not a, you, you can't separate God from this world. There has to be mm-hmm. some ultimate standard, some ultimate source of power. And in, in critical theory, it's the state. Yes. And I, I think there's this sense of when you, when you dismiss the idea of human sinfulness, and you approach things as if we as humanity can in ourselves create something that doesn't have within it faults and problems and sin, at the end of the day, at best, it's just naive. Mm -hmm. At worst, it's sinister. And you see this, I mean, I, I studied history, and you see this played out in history, that's what communism became. It became sinister. Look at the French Revolution. The French Revolution is the same. It, it started out with these incredible ideals of liberty, equality, and fraternity, and they ended up with the guillotine. But liberty, equality, and fraternity with an intentional separation. From God. From, from God. God, absolutely. They, they did not want God. That's right. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so the French Revolution was one of the most godless moments in Western civilization. They, they wanted to crush Christianity. That's correct. And what did it lead to? Yeah. It led uh, to something sinister. It led to, to something tyrannical. It led to, um, a, it led to a bloodbath. Yes. And I, I don't mean to, to – I don't say those things to be alarmist. But I say those things because I, I believe strongly what Jonathan said either yesterday or the day before. Ideas have consequences. They lead to somewhere. And so if you think that these ideas are just benign, they're not. And, and we do need to be aware of, okay, what's downstream from these ideas? Where, where did, can this or will this eventually lead? And we have to remember those ideas just didn't appear uh, overnight. These are things that have actually been in place for – and, and a, a group of people who have been educated in this stuff are now uh, educating our children, and it's continuing from there. Yeah. You've been listening to Gospel for Life. If you've missed any of these broadcasts on um, this subject of critical theory, you can just subscribe to um, The Gospel for Life. Make sure you type in The in whatever app that you use, and um, we will pick up this conversation next time. 